All right. This is a uh, this is a post about black role models versus George Floyd. I mean, come on, people. George Floyd is not a role model, and it's really sad to see that the media has made him to be such. He's not. This is likely to be unappreciated by many, but hopefully provides something useful for some. Role models are important. The most important role models are your parents. I myself grew up without knowing my biological father. I know how important male role models can be. I also am well aware of the results of having nobody but your peers to impress. <laughs> Trouble. I have a personal list of black men that I admire. My list incorporates a few fellows that history has forgotten. It also might surprise some <clears throat> that have taken my words as hateful when no hate exists. Confusion, sadness, and fear. Yes, I have all of these feelings for the black community. Hope, encouragement, and success is what I want for everyone. Regardless of who you are or where you live, I believe all of God's children are perfect just the way they are. This does not mean I believe we are all the same or even that we should be forced to live together. Free association for all is my creed. Watching the last year devolve into one long wake for the street hood George Floyd has been frustrating on so many levels. The media making a martyr of this piece of shit was totally inappropriate and they bear the burden for the riots as far as I'm concerned. The other problem that I feel maybe I can help is the issue with role models. Why was Floyd so easy to make a model of? Even with his disgusting life history and the shameful and embarrassing way he died, the media was allowed to show us children who didn't even recognize their father but were taught to say, Daddy changed the world. <clears throat> This should never have been allowed to happen. If the black community shared some common role models, this wouldn't have happened. The black community would have been offended at the false heroism given to the legend of George Floyd. BLM, Antifa, and the NAACP don't give two shits about black people. Prove me wrong. <clears throat> now let's talk about some cats that did care for their brothers and sisters and actually made it their life's work. Not selling drugs, not pimping out your own women, and not rapping with your pants hung down around your ass, just like you're asking for rape in prison. Men who cared for family, education, and the autonomy of black people. To begin with, this is a link to Howard Zinn's site where he lists over two dozen black abolitionists. We all know about Douglas, but come on, he's a bit milquetoast for me. The white abolitionists get a little press, but the black abolitionists are seldom even mentioned. The only one, I'm Harriet Tubman's really the only one they fucking ever talk about. As Zinn points out, the blacks were the most interested and worked the hardest to free their fellows in bondage. It might surprise many to know some northern black attitudes towards southern slaves were mixed. Plenty of free blacks cared not one fucking bit for the blacks in bondage. They were seen as uneducated animals just as they were seen by their masters. This is true. Um, people are just this way. Uh, if they get a little bit of fucking, you know, betterment over their other people, this is, you know, the, the so-called house Negro or whatnot, you know, um, just a little bit better um, environment than, than the people lower than you. And, you know, all loyalty goes out the fucking window. It's just the way people are. White people do the same thing. You know, it, it happens in prison. 
you know, and people that follow the rules and do everything the guards want and quite likely are the snitches. Those are the, you know, the, the guys that are, um, you know, getting all the privileges and cleaning, cleaning up. Anyway, anyways, this is just human nature to lord over our, our fellows anytime we feel superior to them. And the black, the free blacks were no better in this respect towards their fellow uh, um, slaves. It's, it's sad, but again, this is human nature. We're going to start with William Wells Brown. Quote, William Wells Brown was born in bondage in 1814. Much of his childhood was spent working, working in St. Louis, Missouri. In one of his numerous attempts to escape, he and his mother were caught. She was shipped, shipped south to New Orleans, and he never saw her again. Brown was finally able to escape in, on New Year's Day in 1834. He went to Buffalo, New York, where he worked on steamboats and assisted in the work of the Underground Railroad, unquote. Well, that fucking hard as a ten-penny nail. Gotta know that every time he tried to escape, the punishment was fucking surely brutal. Flogging at the very least, but we will never know the extent this man suffered. They were able to imprison his body and even steal his mother. They were never able to imprison his mind. Regardless of the branding, hobbling, or flogging that awaited him upon failure, he continued to try to escape. Although they could take his body, he never surrendered his mind. This is what tough is. Marcus Garvey, in, in full, Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Quote, born August 17th, 1887 in St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica. Died June 10th, 1940 in London, England. Charismatic black leader who organized the first important black American black nationalist movement based in New York City's Harlem. Largely self-taught, Garvey attended school in Jamaica until he was 14. After traveling in Central America and living in London from 1912 to 1914, he returned to Jamaica where with a group of friends he founded on August 1st, 1914, the Universal Negro Improvement and Conservation Association and African Communities League, <laughs> usually called the Universal Negro Improvement Association. They shortened it up for obvious reasons, which sought, among other things, to build in Africa a black governed nation, unquote. And on my website, there's links to all, all these, everything like this. Uh, this dude was impossible to miss. He was very decorative in his style of dress and bombastic to match. I mean, he, had, like, he wore like hats and flowers on him. It was <laughs> he, he dude liked to peacock a bit. Also, he was an awesome cat. He didn't want a damn thing from white people except that they leave him be. Word up, but a man. <laughs> that's my that's my bad Jamaican. Word up, but a man. Anyways. James Monroe helped in setting up Liberia and giving it to free slaves wishing to return to their birth homes. To honor him, the occupants named their capital Monrovia. Today, Monroe is attacked here as well as there for being, quote, just another slaveholder. So when it comes to black role models in politics, we basically have two philosophies. The one I am representing and showing support for through historical leaders of such ideas is one of free association. There is another so-called philosophy that some blacks and all white allies are willing to use violence to bring to fruition. Forced integration. This is no less insulting than forced segregation. People should be allowed to arrange and group themselves based upon anything they want. If black people want to have black communities and are peaceful with outsiders, God bless. Obviously, the same goes for every group. Enforcing anything else is evil. All right. 
Malcolm X. Quote, Malcolm X was born Malcolm Little on May 19th, 1925 in Omaha, Nebraska. His mother was the National Recording Secretary for the Marcus Garvey Movement, which commanded millions of followers in the 1920s and 30s. His father was a Baptist minister and chapter president of the Universal Negro Improvement Association, who appealed to President Hoover that Marcus Garvey was wrongfully arrested. And on my website, you can go to MalcolmX.com. I've spoken more about Malcolm X than any other black man. That's because this man is a fucking hero of mine. Dying in public is never dignified. Whether it's having your head blown off like JFK or RFK, or being gunned down with torso shots like Malcolm, it's hideous, ugly, and a final insult to the assassinated. The body loses its fluids, and the body turns foul and lifeless fast. The vessel that held the soul of a beautiful human being was ripped apart and then cut to pieces during frantic surgery. A truly horrific and final insult for a Muslim, especially. I could very easily keep going. The list of black men and women who have moved our society along is too long to list. I will leave you guys with one female I'm going to allow for this post. This is aimed at black boys, not girls. Still, this particular female is too tough to leave out. Quote, an act of courage, the arrest of Rosa Parks. Quote, on December 1st, 1955, during a typical evening rush hour in Montgomery, Alabama, a 42-year-old woman took a seat on the bus on her way home from the Montgomery Fair department store where she worked as a seamstress. Before she reached her destination, she quietly set off a race social revolution when the bus driver instructed her to move back, and she refused. Rosa Parks, an African-American, was arrested that day for violating a city law requiring racial segregation of public buses. Unquote. And there is a link to the National Archives. If that was the story, I wouldn't have her on my list. That, that was a milquetoast bullshit story. These rules were pretty relaxed, and it depended largely on the douchebag driving the bus. This particular day, Miss Parks took a seat next to another black man due to the bus being full. A white passenger got on the bus, and both Miss Parks and the nameless coward she was sitting next to were told to move. The, quote, man hopped up with a, quote, yesm and moved to the back. Miss Parks said no. She stood on her integrity and honor alone. She then took the arrest like a boss, and she changed the world. What's the name of the simp she was sitting next to? <laughs> Nobody knows or cares. That's why Miss Parks makes the list. Sometimes our women need to kick us in the ass a bit. In this story, she just owned the whole situation. And for her courage, she earned immortality. I wish I could give you a ton of living heroes. They are in poor supply, regardless of color. I actually think white and black children should look to our history for their heroes. With the exception of family, historical figures give us such better examples. These men, as well as the Founding Fathers, are legendary. Next time someone tells you George Floyd changed the world, tell them he sure did, and it was for the worse. Then explain that, are there, that there are plenty of black men and women to look up to. George Floyd is part of the problem. Teach your children about men who devoted their entire lives to the betterment of your people. Not drug-addled pimps who don't even know their own children. And so that's the deal. Uh, you know... My father was arrested when I was six months old, um, and I didn't meet him until I was 25 years old, and I tracked him down. 
uh, we met for an evening. Um, I got to cross that off my bucket list and relieve my own self of a lot of misplaced hatred. I know that there's a lot of black kids out there that don't have dads, and I know how hard this can be. My life was headed for destruction until, you know, I just, I, I found philosophy, and that's what saved me. Um, to each their own. Part of it was uh, looking up to people. Um, I, I found, you know, that it, I found a lot of inspiration in the men that founded this country. A lot of inspiration in the great, the, the great, the great men that found founded America. Um, and then, and then looking back through European history, um, that's 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 where I pull my uh, my role models from, you know, because I don't have any. You know, well, and my, my grandfather was, was very important to me in my life, but he died when I was only 19. So we all need role models. We all need people to look up to. And George Floyd is a horrible role model. Is that what your kids want? Do you want your young little boy to grow up to be like George Floyd? You know, I don't. I, I don't want my kid to be anything like George Floyd. And, uh, yep. Here's a list of people that you can be proud of. And I know, I'm just a dumb white boy, and how dare I even uh, suggest that there are people you can look up to. But there are, and I don't give a fuck what people think about me. So, take this post for uh, what it's worth. Uh, If it's worth nothing to you, let it be worth nothing to you. If it's worth sharing, please share. If it's uh, (laughs) too hot hot to handle... (laughs) Grow up and have a good day.